0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and... Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kick. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago sports betting show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating oh, no. and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding me. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under.
0: Under would be the key word.
1: Of course, it's all about the NFL in April. We had the schedule release earlier on, the week one lines all posted. Some teams have the point spread up on all 16 of their games, but now we look towards the draft. Some Vegas books reported an 800% increase on NFL draft betting last year. And this week on Early Odds, that's where we try to give you some information that you can use at the window. Thank you for your support by listening each week here on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Also, the Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. The link's available on Twitter at Joe0670, at Joe0670. Last year, the HuddleReport.com tracked 98 different mock drafts. And the most accurate mock draft for 2018, my guest on the line, Evan Silva, rotoworld.com, a Chicago guy. Follow him on Twitter, at Evan Silva. Evan, thanks for taking time. I know it's a busy season for you with the draft next Thursday.
0: Yeah, man, always great to talk some ball. This draft, it seems kind of set at the first couple of picks, but I think it really starts to get interesting around pick four, five, six in that range. And... That's really going to determine this year who's going to have the most accurate mock draft this year. It's, it's pretty wide open, I think, after the second pick and uh, it's going to be interesting to to break it all down with you.
1: Okay, let's rifle through all of these prop bets and just let me know if you really yeah. love something, and if you don't have anything on it, we'll just keep it moving. So you said set the first couple of picks, so it sounds like you believe Kyler Murray will be picked number 1. Odds are all over the place. He's the heavy favorite to go number 1 overall to Arizona.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The situation reminds me of, uh, the Sam Bradford year when the news came out that Sam Bradford was going to be the Rams pick at the combine people from the Ram staff were like telling people there, you know, and that's exactly what happened with the Cardinals. I don't think it's like some really elaborate ruse or elaborate smokescreen. I think they are going to take Tyler Murray at number one overall. And then they may actually keep Josh Rosen. You know, they already paid most of his contract, his signing bonus, um, his contract is cheap for the next four years. So I think it actually makes, if they can't get anything more than like a third round pick for him, um, I think it makes sense for them to keep Josh Rosen, but I think they're going to take Kyler Murray for sure.
1: A prop available is who will be the second overall pick. Nick Bosa is the heavy favorite. Then yeah. there's value. Quinnen Williams, 5-1. to one. Josh Allen, 7-1. to one. Kyler Murray, 18. Devin White, 18. 20 to 1, Drew Locke 26 to 1. So is Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Who's going to go number two?
0: See, I think that the odds are probably just not favorable enough to make an actual prop bet on this. I think that if you're going to try to do a prop bet and you're going to try to make some actual money here, you take Quinn and Williams at 5 to 1, as you mentioned, or maybe even Dwayne Haskins at number two overall. I think that, you know, Dwayne Haskins is a long shot. Let's be realistic to be the number two overall pick in the draft but quarterbacks always go earlier than people anticipate. wasn't so so long ago that, like, last year at this time, a lot of people still had Baker Mayfield at, like, number 11 overall or number 13 overall in their mock draft. At this time last year, Sam Darnold was seen as, you know, the, the consensus favorite to the Browns' number one overall pick. So, you know, a, a lot of unpredictability here. I do agree that Nick Bosa is the heavy favorite. I think Quinn and Williams... Um, if you want to go nuts, you could look at a quarterback, but I think that Quinn Williams would probably be the best bet for value, but Nick Bosa, the heavy favorite, and the odds are aligned accordingly.
1: And something to keep in mind for this year if you want to get involved in some of these NFL draft prop bets, by the way, last few years, the books have been getting hammered, so the bettors have the advantage because there's so much information out there. But don't waste time. Don't wait until Wednesday night or Thursday because as more information is revealed by guys like Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, some of the great NFL reporters out there, they're going to pull these off the board. It could start to happen as soon as Tuesday night. So if you see something you like, lock it in as soon as possible.
0: And you're right about that. You know, I've talked to sportsbook managers about this. They really view their props as just a way to try to get people in the door. But they take, they will take a bat on on prop bets. Like they will they will lose prop bets in, in that section of their sports book. They're really just trying to get you in the door, but you can capitalize on that. We're gonna go through a bunch more, uh, but this is a good opportunity to make some money on, so, on, on a really exciting event,
1: you know. Absolutely. Second quarterback drafted, Dwayne Haskins, the favorite minus one seventy-five. Uh, Drew Locke plus three forty, Daniel Jones plus five hundred. Kyler Murray not happening at uh ten to one.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, Dwayne Haskins is priced fairly here. I think that Daniel Jones is interesting here though. At plus five hundred, I mean, that means that you're making if you're making a ten dollar bet, you can profit fifty dollars. You know, so you're you're coming out of this thing with sixty dollars if you hit. I think that Daniel Jones is interesting because Daniel Jeremiah, he's a guy who's really plugged in from NFL network and he had a good mock draft last year as well. He's kind of taken that role from Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock for years was one of the best, most accurate mock drafters going because he was so plugged in, but Daniel Jeremiah has really filled those shoes and he had a great mock last year in his latest mock. He has Daniel Jones at number six overall as, The second quarterback selected so you're getting some upside with that bet and um, I think that Daniel Jones actually is is worth a shot there I think that he is going to go in the 6 to 17 range you know that starts with a Giants pick and ends with a Giants pick and that's a pretty wide range but you know could see him going at number 11 to the Bengals Uh, I think the Broncos at 10 shouldn't be ruled out a trade up you know, at some point shouldn't be ruled out. Like the NFL loves this guy. He looks terrible on a spreadsheet. I mean, 6.4 yards per pass attempt uh, in his career below, uh, 60% completion rate. You know, just wasn't a productive player in college, was not a productive quarterback. But the NFL seems to love his intangibles. I think he's worth a shot here uh, as the second quarterback selected as as a sort of longer shot.
1: And once teams identify a specific quarterback that they want to land in the draft, they're willing to give up so much capital. We saw it with Ryan Pace to get the number two pick for Mitchell Trubisky a few years back. There's a prop bet. Will the top two picks both be quarterbacks? Uh, Yes pays out at 15-1. to Does that have a shot?
0: See, this is, I think, maybe the most interesting bet this year. And there is some logic behind it. So fifteen to one. I mean that's that's a really strong payout. Uh, one thing I, I did a recent podcast with Matthew Friedman of the Action Network about this. He noted that in three of the last ten years, the first two picks have been quarterbacks. So we're just starting from that like as a foundation. So that would be over the last decade, thirty percent chance the first two picks would be quarterbacks. So that's a pretty good percentage. I mean, what's the percentage on you know a fifteen to one? probability bet, I mean, what is it? is it, like 7%? I mean, you know, we're, we're getting a, an advantage off the bat from that standpoint. And then, okay, so what we need to happen, we would need Kyler Murray to be the first pick, which we agree is highly likely. And then for the number two pick, we need the 49ers to trade out. The 49ers only have six picks in this draft. They just traded a second for D Ford. They do not have a five or a seven. They only have four picks in the top 175, and they have a lot of needs. They have like four or five glaring needs. And but look, you know, it, I'm sure it will be hard for them to pass on Nick Bosa or even Quentin Williams. But I don't think that they're they're you know one player away by any means. So there is a possibility, I think, that they could be looking to trade down. Teams up this high in the draft, if they're going to trade up and be that trade partner for the 49ers. You know, they tend to be targeting quarterbacks. It doesn't seem super realistic or likely to us right now, but I think that it's a good value bet. What do you think, Joe?
1: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. If you don't have a quarterback, what are you? What, are, what is the Giants' plan well, right now? I, I don't really know. In this league, you have to have that uh, position solidified. And if you don't have one, you should attempt to get one every single year.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I do wonder if the Giants could be that team that trades up. They only have to move from six to two. They have twelve draft picks. So they have a lot of ammunition. They have the most draft picks after, you know, trading Eli Apple and trading Snacks Harrison and trading Odell Beckham. I mean, they've got a bunch of they've got a ton of draft picks, the most in the league. And if they wanna really lock in you know, a quarterback that they've fallen, fallen in love with want to get ahead of the Raiders, who are kind of a dangerous team. The, the Raiders are dangerous, um, and they don't want to make a trade with the Crosstown, theoretically rival Jets. Not really even Crosstown, they play in the same friggin' stadium. But um, the I think the Giants could be a team that we might see move up into that number two slot.
1: All right, let's look at some of these player props. Uh, Dwayne Haskins mentioned him a few minutes ago, quarterback out of Ohio State. His number is set at 6.5. The over is a heavy favorite. I see minus 235 and the under plus 170.
0: I don't know about this one. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I just don't know. I had him uh, number 11 to the Bengals in my recent mock. I could see him going number four to the Raiders. I could see you know, the Giants, again, doing, that, doing a trade-up to, to secure him in front of the Raiders. I mean, uh, there has been a lot of talk about him going seven to the Jags. Geez, I don't know, man. I, I don't have a strong stance here.
1: Okay, let's uh, take a look at Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle out of Houston. The number is at eight and a half.
0: Yeah, Ed Oliver's stock has just been on fire since he crushed his pro days. pro day kind of happened a little bit later in the process it sounds like he could go, you know, maybe even in the top three. Like uh, I've seen him at number three uh, to the jets in mocks from analysts that I respect. Um, I think he could go four to the Raiders. I think, or I put him at number five in my latest mock to the Buccaneers. I think he could absolutely go eight to the lions. I think it's not crazy to think he could go seven to the Jaguars. I mean, It's not crazy to think he'd go six to the Giants. I think you pound the under on Ed Oliver at eight and a
1: half. With Evan Silva of Roto World here on Early Odds on Sports Radio 670, the score. Uh, Also, something to keep in mind with these NFL draft props that you should shop around. For instance, I see Drew Locke, the quarterback out of Missouri, William Hill, lists him at 10.5. And then Sportsbook, an offshore site, lists him at 12.5. And they have the over as the big underdog paying out at two to one. Where do you project lock?
0: Yeah, I put him at fifteen to the Redskins hmm. in my latest mock draft. I saw in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, he was at thirty to the Packers. <laughs> Jeremiah just kind of like forced him into his his first round, I think. But I, I, I like the over on both of these. Uh yeah, this is this is actually one of the best that I was looking at um hitting myself uh because the over, actually, you get favorable odds on the over. So if he gets drafted, you know, past twelve and a half or past ten and a half, anywhere you know beyond that, we're we're getting a victory here, and the odds are in our favor. I think this is one of the best bets on the board, over ten and a half or over twelve and a half for Drew Lock.
1: Yeah, nice value there at plus two hundred. Another player I want to take a look at: wide receiver out of Ole Miss, DK Metcalf. Uh, some places posted at 16.5 other places 18.5
0: yeah man this one's really tough in my latest mock draft i had no wide receiver selected until number 20 so you know i think i would go with the over i'd want to look at the odds and make sure it's still a good bet um a lot of people have him like up at nine to buffalo i mean i've watched a lot of dk metcalf and i'm surprised that people would be putting him up that high uh, but, you know, we've also, you know, it wasn't so long ago that we saw three wide receivers go in the top ten. I didn't think any of those guys were going to go in the top ten. And Corey Davis, John Ross, and Mike Williams, that was a crazy year. Um, I thought that John Ross might be like a second-round pick. And uh, Mike Williams would go like somewhere in the teens and Corey Davis maybe in the teens or 20s. All those guys wound up going up in, in the top ten. that was crazy. I don't think that's going to be repeated this year, but DK Metcalf—he is a guy based on you know his build, his speed, um, his upside—that a team could fall in love with. I—I I, I don't think it's a great bet. I still like the over, but he's—he's he's a very volatile, volatile player. I mean, we could see him go in the single digits. We could see him go in the late twenties.
1: A lot of these prop bets do correlate because you could also. Take the over, then, if you think he goes really late on the first wide receiver drafted, or if you think there's somebody else, you can go on the under. A lot of different ways to attack this. Uh, Evan, Bears fans will keep a close eye every time a running back goes as they wait for 87 to roll around, assuming that Ryan Pace sits sits tight there at 87 in the third round. Who will be the first running back drafted? The favorite is Josh Jacobs, minus 450, and then David Montgomery, 7-1, Miles Sanders at 10 to 1. Justice Hill, 20 to 1. Damian Harris, 23 to 1. Who would have thunk? I know, I know it's a, off a bad injury, but Bryce Love, 50 to 1 for the first running back.
0: Yes, a bad report about his knee came out uh, from NFL Network about Bryce Love just having a lot of stiffness still on that knee. That could be, you know, pre draft uh, misinformation. Um, we, we actually, around this time last year, bad reports started to come out about Sony Michelle's knee. Um, I wouldn't say that he fell, but he was available there at number 31 to the Patriots, and they took him. I think that Josh Jacobs is the clear favorite as is indicated by the odds. If I was going to take a longer odd shot on a guy to be drafted ahead of Josh Jacobs, I think it would be Miles Sanders at 10-1. to 1. Miles Sanders, not a whole lot of holes in his game. I think that his one hole is a very fixable hole, and that's Uh, Ball security. Sony Michelle again was a guy who had uh, even worse ball security than Miles Sanders, still went in the first round last year. I think that we may not see a single running back selected in the first round this year, Um, but I think that if there's a guy that might jump Josh Jacobs as the favorite, it could be Miles Sanders, a really, really good player at Penn State.
1: And the prop for the second running back drafted, it's all plus money if you're searching for some value. David Montgomery plus 260, Miles Sanders plus 350, Josh Jacobs and Justice Hill plus 400, uh, Bryce Love and Damian Harris plus 1500. Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways to attack this. Uh, Let's go to the first wide receiver drafted overall. We talked about DK Metcalf a little bit. That's about even money. Uh, Is there a chance that any other wideout can go number one?
0: Yeah, I think that Marquise Brown could go number one.
1: He's six to um, one.
0: Yeah, so that makes him pretty interesting. Um, AJ Brown, I think, is the most complete receiver in this draft, and I think that he has a chance to sneak into the back end of the first round. I think if there is a receiver that, yeah, but that that can overtake DK Metcalf, it would be Marquise Brown. You know, as high as 19 to the Titans. I think uh, maybe 15 to the Redskins, 20 to the Steelers, I think should definitely be in play, 22 to the Ravens, but you do need Metcalf to go later than a lot of these mock drafts have him going, because again, you know, he he like appears up at nine in, in some mock drafts, and it's not easy, but I think that based on the six to one odds, like, Marquise Brown, I think he's going to be either the first or the second wide receiver selected in this draft. Um, And I think that those are good odds for a guy that, you know, I I have a fairly high level of confidence that he's either going to be the first wide receiver selected or the second wide receiver selected, and you're getting him at 6-1 to odds. I think that's pretty strong.
1: Yeah, and it's the same odds for A.J. Brown, too, just uh, to keep in mind. A.J. Brown and Marquise Brown throw a little something on each guy, and uh, you'll get some – A nice payout there. Uh, Let's wrap up with the number of quarterbacks and receivers that will go in the first round. The South Point put the number at QBs at 3.5. Now they have the over as a big favorite at minus 200, and the under pays out plus 220. Will there be four taken?
0: So the four obviously would be Kyler Murray. I think we can lock him in. Dwayne Haskins, I think that we can lock him in. Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. So those would be our four. Can one of those guys fall out? You know, I think that the indication that Jeremiah gave us by kind of just jamming Drew Locke into uh, the the number 30 overall pick, that is sort of an indication that maybe teams aren't as high on him as, um, you know, he's been kind of viewed throughout the process. Daniel Jones, although it certainly seems like, and I'm pretty convinced that this is true, that there are a lot of teams – in that six to 17 range that are going to really consider him at the end of the day, he wasn't a very productive college quarterback. So I think that he, you know, there's still a chance that he could fall. You know, we have to like, think about this stuff in terms of probability. Like, I think that the, the highest probability scenario for Daniel Jones, 70, maybe even 80% gets drafted between six and 17, but there's still, you know, a 20 to 30% chance that he doesn't. And then maybe he could fall into the second round. I just, I think with the odds, where they're so much more favorable here for taking the under three and a half quarterback. Yeah. That I think that that's the direction that you want to go. Um, you know I, I, I think that in all likelihood there will be four quarterbacks drafted in the first round, but the odds give you a much better money making opportunity. Um, If you if just one of those guys falls out of the
1: first, that's a great point, Evan, because one trade or a couple of trades and we know these are going to go down on Thursday and Friday and it changes everything. And that's why the books hate this. They want the customers. They want money coming in, um, maybe new signups, but they just take a bath here because the public is going to jump on the value. And why wouldn't you? Especially when something can can absolutely change um, with one quick move. And you know those moves are coming, and they don't know when they're coming. Wide receivers, it was set at two and a half, and it pays out even money. Any advantage here?
0: Yeah, it's really hard.
1: This is really
0: hard because, again, in my mock, I had, I think it was Marquise Brown to the Steelers, D.K. Metcalf to the Ravens, and then A.J. Brown to the Patriots, all between picks twenty and thirty two, no other yeah. wide receivers, that of course gets us the over. But if you just look at the complexion of the wide receiver class, it is super, super deep, but no one's really expected to go particularly high. So really the wide receiver run, I think it's gonna hit really hard on day two. Like we might get thirteen wide receivers drafted on day two of the draft. Like that that shouldn't surprise anyone. I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, and I looked at this prop before, I'm probably passing on this one. It's just, it's just it's a little too hard.
1: That's Evan Silva. Evan, when will your final mock be posted on RotoWorld.com?
0: Uh, I think Wednesday night.
1: All right, perfect. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, man. He's at Evan Silva on Twitter, the most accurate mock drafter in 2018. Mentioned this earlier, but remember to, to shop around. The props do vary from site to site, and with no Bears picks on Thursday, betting on the draft get even more intriguing for you. Trust me. Friendly reminder to subscribe to the Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski podcast, the podcast version of this show, so it shows up right on your phone inside the clubhouse with Bruce Levine. And Matt Spiegel is next on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app.